Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars podcast. Hopefully, your favorite astrology podcast. We talk about all the things that are going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars, but we also talk about other things here such as life advice and how to use the astrology to your advantage so you can, you know, live your best life. It's Jade here. And it's Kara. And we're officially in Pisces season. I know a lot of people were really excited about Pisces season for the spiritual vibes that come along with it. I know me and Kara were just saying this, but we don't really have fun Pisces transits. So I can say for for me, I'm not really enjoying it, but I know other people are. (laughs) Kara, how do you feel? Yeah, for context, this is all happening in my sixth house. And if you are Libra rising, then you know, you know, the vibes, just a lot of being busy and trying to get organized and it really not, not ever getting there. I also just realized to everything's opposite my moon. So it's really, it's really a time, but you know, the spiritual aspects of it and even just like the connection to like music and I don't know. I've been watching movies randomly again. So there are some aspects of it that are, you know, good aside from the fact that I'm super busy. Yeah, it's in my third house. So if you're a Capricorn rising, you're also wildly busy. It's been definitely hard. But anyways, I'm, if you're a Pisces rising, I'm sure you're probably enjoying all the attention right now. But regardless, we've got some some stuff to talk about that's happening this week in the astrology. We have the new moon in Pisces and both Venus and Mars enter Aquarius. So we've got some change of energy, change of pace going on here. So I'm sure that everyone will find something unique and exciting and something to look forward to. But before we get into the transits that are occurring I did just want to do my little PSA, my little reminder to everybody that podcast ratings are a thing on Spotify. That is a new feature. So please, please, please feel free to give us a rating, however many stars you think we deserve. I would hope you would pick five, but you have your own opinion. And if you enjoy this podcast, like definitely share spread the word we like to see when you know people post about that they're listening to us because it it proves to us that people actually are listening so yes and you can tag us at blme the stars on everything it's so satisfying now that that's the at everywhere yeah so make sure you're following us on twitter instagram and tiktok let's talk when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply about the astrology so the first thing that happens this week is the new moon in pisces this happens on march 2nd at 12 35 p.m eastern standard time this new moon happens at 12 degrees pisces so 
you know, if, if you want to use that information to look at this in your own chart, feel free to do so. What does this mean? New moons typically are times of new beginnings and setting intentions, and we'll be setting intentions around all things Pisces related. What does that entail? Being more creative, being more intuitive, being more into your own spirituality. All of those Piscean qualities, the daydreaminess, the spirituality, the creativity, the intuition, the empathy, all of that is something that we will start to be thinking about incorporating more into our lives. Whether you are already a creative, intuitive person or not, We'll all be kind of checking in this day and being like, hey, is there a way that I can get more in touch with my empathetic side? How can I practice emotional intelligence? Can I find a way to be more in touch with what my gut feeling is saying? You know, all of that stuff we'll be thinking about during this new moon in Pisces. Yeah. And then because... Pisces is ruled by Neptune in modern astrology. It is worth mentioning that you might not exactly know what your, you know, new moon intention, new beginnings might be this time. Sometimes when the new moon happens, we have a very clear idea and we're like, this is what I'm starting. I'm starting this project. I'm starting this new habit, whatever it is. But with all of the Pisces you know, vibes and some of the aspects that we'll get into a little bit later, it might just be like a feeling like, you know, you might just feel a new beginning coming, you might just feel like something's going to change soon, or like, you need something to change. And you might not be able to like, exactly, you know, put your finger on it or be very specific about it. But it might be more of like an energetic type of shift just because Pisces is such like a spiritual intuitive type of energy. Yeah, if you're familiar with that TikTok trend that was going on a while back where it was like that (laughs) sorry but that sound do you know what I'm talking about and it was like that feeling when you've just woken up and realized that you've entered a new chapter (laughs) in your life with new characters new plot lines and whatever in a new city like that's that feeling like that TikTok in a nutshell is the new moon in Pisces feeling where it's like you wake up you realize things are different I have this this, this feeling, this realization, as Kara was saying, that things are going to sort of change. I do want to mention, since the moon does deal with our emotions, right, and Pisces is a water sign. As a water sign, I am qualified to say this. <laughs> there might be some emotions, strong emotions that arise during this day, whether they are happy emotions, sad emotions, just emotions about anything in general, crying over baby kittens, whatever it might be. Just be aware that that might be something that is just happening for you if you feel that need to just like either let yourself cry or to, you know, let yourself experience an emotion for like longer than 30 seconds. You know, if you're somebody who tends to be like, let me schedule that emotion for a later date or like be like, you know, I, I don't have time to feel this right now. I have to keep pushing, keep moving on. This might be the day where, where you sit and pause and actually experience that feeling. Yes. Honorable mention to like meditating. I've been very consistent lately with my sleep meditations. If you're someone who deals with like a lot of stress, and I feel like that's that might be most people, but you know, amazing for the people who don't experience that. But if you're someone who like is very stressed and has like a lot of like I don't know, just feels a lot of like built up energy or tension, like muscle relaxation. Yes. Meditations where you just like go through the different parts of your body and like actively 
think about releasing them. There's like a lot of like visual things. I don't know. You can look into it if you're interested, but that's been a go-to lately. Similar, similar vibe. I have to add, speaking of cars, transportation, again, Capricorn Risings might find this more relevant than everybody else listening to this, but I've been really into commuting meditations. I found one on YouTube that's about like six minutes long, and it's a meditation for when you're in those weird transitional stages of your day, such as, you know, waiting for the train to arrive or walking from the train to the office or waiting for your food to arrive when you order it for pickup and you're standing there. Like meditations for those weird filler moments have been something I've been really into. It has opened my eyes a lot, calmed me down a lot instead of gravitating towards my cell phone. I mean, it is still on my phone because it's a YouTube meditation, but it, it definitely has changed the way that my day goes. And I strongly encourage people to, you know, experiment with that since Pisces does deal with, you know, the spiritual side of things and that includes meditation. So that's why why we're talking about meditation in case you're like, what does this have to do with anything? It's it's Pisces, that's why. <laughs> it's also very relevant because Pisces being a mutable sign it is that like transitionary like energy because once airy season comes, it's like spring. So uh, yeah, pay attention to not only like your transitions, like when you're physically moving, like transportation, but sometimes too, like taking time to decompress in between like events during your day or like, you know, just like the different tasks that you're doing or I don't know, that's been a big thing too. So you might be paying more attention to that area of your life. Yeah. Last thing I want to mention is if you are someone who does enjoy doing some type of, you know, new moon ritual or if you're really into manifestation, people always want to know for some reason when's the best day to like manifest. And I know that the 22222 whatever day happened and that was like a huge thing on social media as like the the two 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 I I don't even know how many twos there are but like that portal or whatever and people were like oh wow great day to manifest but it was like not really that great <laughs> the day to manifest is the new moon in Pisces I don't normally sit here and tell you there's one specific day to manifest however the energy that's occurring during this new moon is very expansive in nature it's very spiritual in nature and you definitely want to tap in this day and really think about where you want your life to be in the next few years and you know get into that manifestation practice for yourself if you're completely unfamiliar with how manifestation works Kara and I have an old episode it's like very old but it's still relevant on manifestation techniques we talk about like scripting creating playlists creating you know, vision boards and other things that can help you get into your manifestations, affirmations, etc. All of that. Definitely put some time aside during this day to to get into that manifestation habit if that's something you are interested in doing. If you're not interested in that, Lynn, don't worry about it. <laughs> Let's talk about the aspects that are occurring during this new moon. The sun and the moon will be conjunct Jupiter and sextile Uranus. This is why we are experiencing this spiritual expansive energy because we have Jupiter in the picture here. So with that being said, if we're thinking about the manifestations, like the potential for it to be, you know, something that just grows throughout the year is very high because of that expansive nature of Jupiter. 
some some pros and cons. The pros are you might be feeling just really confident, good, but also at the same time, your emotions might be very like large. Jupiter expands the things that it touches and the moon is our emotions. So with that being said, you might be feeling really optimistic, happy, excited, but your emotions might be just really big. If you're not used to that, it could be a little bit overwhelming. With the sextile to Uranus, I can say that we're more willing to take on change and to embrace, you know, the unexpected, who we really are deep down, things along those lines with the uh, rebellious nature of Uranus being positively aspected here. When Uranus is involved in stuff, we know that it you know deals with change and things being a little bit different or unique. But I also find that in like my own life, sometimes those changes are very like instantaneous. It's not really something that's like premeditated, something that I planned on doing, but it just kind of like happens spontaneously, almost naturally, even though it's like very different. It's not something that like you have to like work towards in terms of like, you know, building a habit and having the routine and doing it every day and like making that become a thing. It's just like, okay, I woke up today and from now on it's going to be like this and that's it. There's no going back. There's no second thoughts. And uh, I don't know. It's it's a good vibe. I really enjoy, you know, Jupiter being involved. Yes, that does <laughs> kind of like make all of our emotions very big. Remember, crying is releasing. Pisces is a water sign. This is a good time to just like cleanse and like let go as you're entering the new chapter of your life. I know that people have very, I don't know, mixed opinions <laughs> about like the moon cycles and manifestations and letting go and whatever, but I really see them as being very interconnected. Like you can't, you can't move on unless you let go if that makes any sense, like I feel like they happen at, like almost like at the same time. They're not as separate as people try to make it out to be. Anyways, my point being with Jupiter there, we have a lot of like optimistic, hopeful type of energy. And that's definitely something that you're going to want to lean into during the new moon. So the next two things that happen, happen on the same day within minutes from each other. If you listen to last week's episode, you'll remember me saying this already. If you haven't, now you know. So on March 6th, Mars and Venus enter Aquarius in that order. Mars enters Aquarius at 1.23 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and Venus follows it seven minutes later at 1.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let's talk about Mars and Aquarius first and then we'll go into Venus. Mars in Aquarius for many of us will be a time where our motivation shifts more towards standing firm in our beliefs and also towards innovation and like the group as a whole. Those are three different separate things that I brought up, but let's break them down just a little bit. Starting off with friendships, groups, and networks. Mars is our motivation, right? Aquarius does deal with our friends and the groups that we belong to. Aquarius energy, if we think of like the community, but also like Aquarius like as a sign, typically tends to have a large circle of friends. You might be really motivated to spend more time with them, but also to experiment with who is in your friend group, what groups you belong to, how often you hang out with those people, what activities you're doing, etc. Pretty much anything of or relating to friendships and groups is just something that's a little bit more of a priority right now, whether you need to step away from a group of people and maybe, you know, become friends with some new people 
join a club, an organization, network, all of those things might be something worth thinking about. I know for me personally, I have actually been looking around on meetup.com to see if there's like any local groups that I can join in, whether they're virtual or in person as an alternative to social media, since that's something that I'm actively taking a step away from. And I bring that up because also you might be thinking a lot about your role in the social media world and, you know, online communities that you belong to, social media platforms you use. Do you use TikTok only? Do you use Instagram only? Do you use Twitter only? Do you spend way too much time on Twitter? Do you spend way too much time on Instagram? Those are some things you might want to consider and, you know, make plans to modify during this time. Yeah, Mars is a very like independent type of energy. People will kind of talk about it, you know, in terms of like standing up for yourself and the things that you do. And I wanted to bring that up because even though there's a lot of focus on the group, it also might make you more aware of who you are as well, like the people that you want to be around or the things that you want to, I don't know, do or surround yourself with. It might be something else that you're just like really thinking about. I noticed too that sometimes people will have like more of a desire to be around others or make plans during this time as well. So it's like they're both happening. It's really just my Libra rising that's like this every single time. But like there's simultaneously that drive to be around others while you're also becoming more aware of who you are within the group. So, you know, we've actually talked about it on this podcast too about how the things that you're seeing on social media or the things that we personally have seen and how they have influenced, you know, our choices. But you also might find yourself wanting to almost like be different and break away from that and to just, I don't know, shop somewhere else or do something that's very different than what other people are doing. Yeah, other things, as we mentioned, innovation, thinking about the future. Aquarius is a very, like, I want to say techno, but that's totally not the (laughs) word, but very tech-savvy type sign, one that is, you know, all about coming up with new unexpected solutions to things. You might be really finding new innovative ways to solve the problems in your life and taking action on some new innovative solutions that you might have had or just doing things in ways that are totally different than you normally would have done them before. If you're looking to change your approach to, I don't know, the way that you work or your routine or the places that you go, etc., there might be some, you know, thought process about that. And you might be doing a little bit of planning towards the future, etc. The other thing too is Aquarius is a fixed sign. It's also an air sign. Air deals with our intelligence and our thoughts. Fixed does not like to change. So if you find yourself just being a little bit more stuck on your beliefs and your opinions and the way that you think about things, even though you're down to try new things, if you're really set on this is the way that you have to try it, that's you know, Mars and Aquarius for you to blame that on. But let's talk about the aspects. There are two, well, theoretically three Mars aspects, but we'll talk about one of them later because it does involve Venus. But on March 22nd, Mars will square Uranus. Please be careful this day because Mars deals with breakages. Uranus is the unexpected. So uh, just be ca- be cautious. I say this because I broke my finger during a Mars-Uranus aspect 
and I learned. So with that being said, if you are clumsy, pay close attention to March 22nd. Other things, though, is you might be feeling really rebellious in a frustrated way, almost in a I'm so tired of things not working out the way I want them to that I must completely do the opposite to make a point and to rebel and to break free. So if you find yourself being like, you know, quick, quick, quick to act during this day, maybe think before you act. Yeah, it does feel like a very almost like rebellious, impulsive type of energy. Like the what? Oh, my gosh. What is it? It's not a phase mom (laughs) type energy where it's just like, yeah, you got to you got to watch out just you know thinking before you do things I like impulsively will like use my phone so that's something that I personally am trying to like be a little bit more mindful of so there might be something in your life that like you're consciously trying to like relax with I guess if that makes any sense if you're not someone who identifies as like being rebellious you might be sitting here like that doesn't really apply to me like I'm not a rebellious person but you just wait because there might be something that's happening even if like it could be like an external circumstance that's just like getting in your way that you're just like I need I need to push past this like I need to do something else I need to find a new route I need to figure this out so yeah we're not new to the Mars square Uranus energy because we have experienced it and talked about it like a lot it was a big theme previously and it's it's coming back (laughs) it's really funny when it's like in fixed signs too because usually the things that you know are changing or you're feeling that like drive to change are like like very much like embedded in your life because fixed energy is very like constant so it's not always something that's like oh like this one thing like sometimes it could be something that's like more you know ingrained into your everyday like life and activities The last Mars aspect is Mars conjunct Saturn on April 4th. You might be wildly disciplined during this day. This is that energy of being like, this is what I need to do. I am actually going to stay consistent. I am actually going to follow through. I am actually going to make a plan and stick to the plan. So if you need a boost in terms of motivation and discipline, April 4th is your day. My only my only warning for this is just be mindful that you don't risk like pushing yourself so hard that you burn out. This was something that I was thinking about recently in my life, but it definitely will apply. Again, this is like the beginning of April because yes, you're going to have a lot of like drive and motivation and like commitment towards the things that you're doing, especially with Saturn's like disciplined energy, but you don't want to, you know, like overdo it. Like it's important to still take breaks and do things for yourself while you're working on your goals. The next thing that happens, which we mentioned the seven minutes later, is Venus entering Aquarius. Now, this is interesting And it's not wildly romantic, but it's pretty exciting if you ask me. When Venus is Aquarius, we don't really find relationships to be the biggest priority at the moment. That's not to say that love won't happen, but it's definitely not the big focus. Aquarius energy, and you've heard also me say this time and time again on this podcast, knows how to detach from the outcome. So I didn't mention this too with Mars in Aquarius, but if you're really driven towards something, the Aquarius energy might help you let go of the end goal. 
with Venus in Aquarius, it's kind of like that energy where let's just use this example to help illustrate this a little bit better. Let's just say you meet someone and you're really into them. Venus in Aquarius is not going to be that fixated on the relationship. Yes, it is a fixed sign, but it's not going to be the end of the world if the relationship doesn't happen because Venus in Aquarius isn't necessarily as attached to the outcome as, you know, other energies might be. This is about letting relationships come and go and flow in an organic way that needs to happen. Also, since Aquarius does deal with friendships, you might find that if you're single, you meet people through friends, whether that's a f- dating a friend of a friend. Couples might go on double dates or similarly might You know, we talked about this last week, so I don't want to be too redundant, but take some time away from one another, not in a we're breaking up way, but more so in a I'm finding my independence, spending time with my friends and focusing on other things way. Yeah. When Venus is in Aquarius, there's really like that appreciation for yourself and others like as an individual. So that's, you know, something that we've talked about extensively, but wanted to just briefly mention it again, because you might find that, you know, with Venus being like dealing with things like beauty and aesthetic, it might come out in the way that you dress or the makeup that you do, or I don't know, other ways that you express yourself or even in the way that you celebrate others for who they are. So I don't know, I feel like that's really exciting. Yeah, what Kara was saying too about your style, you know, since Venus does deal with beauty and aesthetics, Aquarius knows how to change things up and to do things that are a little bit different. You might really want to, you know, break out of your normal like aesthetic and and try new things. I have had this realization recently where I I actually think I told you Kara where I kind of just woke up one day and was like you know what, like this is really, I'm saying this not to shade others, but it was a personal realization for me. The Aritzia aesthetic is nice. I know a lot of people are really into this like Pinterest Aritzia look. I cannot afford that. Even if I could, I don't know if I would want to spend a lot of money on clothing. Again, everyone has their own choices and whatever you do is valid to you. But I just didn't feel like what was trending made sense for me and I decided that I instead of trying to follow the trends and do what's cool I would experiment and try going to stores I've never gone before and I would style things differently than I normally would have before instead of doing what was trendy doing what I felt was more in alignment with me and if it made me feel uncomfortable, that was a good thing because <laughs> it meant that I was doing something new. So if you find yourself in that mentality or a similar mentality, you know, that could be Venus in Aquarius. Yeah. I'm like, I said this to Jade too. I might have texted her. I don't know. But in relation to like fashion and Venus being in Aquarius, like we all know that like the neutrals capsule wardrobe thing has been having its moment for a while. But fashion with 
all of the Pisces energy and like it's changing and I don't know it's just going to be interesting because the astrology kind of is leaning more towards that more like creative maximalist type of like wardrobe with lots of colors and patterns and it's like the complete opposite of like the formal workwear vibes that had been like a thing so I know we're like transitioning seasons too so there's a lot of new fashion coming out but that also like just in general will be interesting to like keep watching because it just feels like they're so they're just so polar opposite and I'm just like waiting to watch it like you know blossom and like completely change Yeah, so let's talk about some of the aspects with Venus and Aquarius. The first one actually happens the same day that Venus enters Aquarius and Mars enters enters Aquarius. It should be no surprise that it happens that same day. It actually happens at about 2.12 a.m., so less than an hour later. Venus conjuncts Mars. This is the day to take action on whatever it is that you want to do. If it's in the friendship department, text the group chat, make the plans this day. If this is in regards to fashion, buy the shirt you've been wanting to buy. Or if you've been looking to ask somebody out, maybe this is the day that you want to do it. Or if you're in a relationship and are really, you know, maybe there's something you haven't done with your partner, like you you really want to take a vacation together, ask them that day. Whatever it might be, this is kind of the day to take action on it. Yeah, we love a good Mars transit, especially when Venus is conjunct Mars. It really is that like starting new chapter, take initiative type of energy. So yeah, it's a good day to be social and be around others and kind of just like lean into that very like active, almost like outgoing, busy type of Mars energy. On March 19th, Venus will square Uranus. This is kind of an interesting energy. Similar as with Mars square Uranus was like, I'm going to break free because I need to do things that are different. That could also happen. But in the romance department, in the fashion and beauty department, in the friendship department. So just translate that for yourself. Yeah, get outside your comfort zone, especially with all of that like Venus energy. Like, I don't know if people know that that's where like the whole Taurus like comfy cozy vibes comes from. Like it comes from like that Venetian type of energy. And then we have the square to Uranus, which is in Taurus. And it's just like, it's time. It's time to switch it up. It's time to try something new. I do want to have a disclaimer that if you are in a relationship, situationship, whatever it may be, just with your friends and you just suddenly get mad at them and feel that you need to cut them off for some reason this day because you need to be independent and do your own thing, relax. The square is tension. Maybe not act on that. Sit with it and think about it. Don't act on it because you might be, I guess, overreacting. (laughs) And let, I don't know. You'll know. You'll know. I don't know. I don't know anything about your life. You'll know. But did want to mention that in case you're like, you know what? They said this and they said that. And now I realize I'm better off alone and I need to break away. And it's secretly like literally no big deal. Yeah. It's like that Uranus impulsive type energy. You probably want to give it a minute before you make like long term decisions. What's that quote I said a long time ago? Like, don't make permanent decisions based on temporary emotions that that's the mantra I think for all the Uranus aspects 
The last thing that happens is on March 28th, Venus will be conjunct Saturn. Now, this is a day to reflect on your standards a little bit. If you need to raise your standards in terms of friends and relationships, you might want to do that. However, you might find yourself adopting more of a serious mentality when it comes to the friends and romantic partners in your life. Similarly, too, if we're thinking about like fashion and beauty, this could weirdly be a day to make an investment purchase, you know, if you've been like really wanting to splurge on like a a good quality item that'll last you a lifetime, maybe this is the day to do it. Random, wanted to mention that. But regardless, in terms of the friends and romantic partners, you just might have a more serious long-term attitude. I do also want to disclaim that you might feel a little bit more pessimistic with the Saturn energy, but yeah. Do you have anything to add? I don't know. I'm just still thinking about like very big, like fancy designer purchases. That's like a very (laughs) on-brand, I guess, manifestation of that. But yeah, you don't want to be too like pessimistic or like down on yourself but I do think that you know Saturn and the realistic and even just like I don't know having like high standards or some type of like boundary or clear expectation about things like I don't know I feel like that's all valuable it might come up in terms of like you know things that you're buying but it also could come up in your relationships or other aspects of your life so just something to pay attention to last random thing i just remembered but since aquarius is tech that investment purchase might be like a new computer or a new phone or something tech oriented true random so want to throw that in there because i know laptops are really expensive if you're like in in the need of a new laptop or something along those lines maybe march 28th is that day for you yeah or smart home stuff oh true (laughs) very true well anyway that's pretty much it for this week i know next week mercury will enter pisces so we've got some spiritual energy coming up next week It'll be interesting, so definitely stick around as we help you navigate your life with the astrology and tell you all about Mercury and Pisces next week, but if you want to stay in the loop with us and what's to come with this podcast and in the astrology, make sure you're following us on all social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at BLME The Stars. We're also on YouTube if you do prefer to listen to this with captions on. Feel free to search Blame It on the Stars podcast and we show up there. That is all for now. We'll see you all next Monday. Bye.